Welcome to the Healing Soul Podcast, Empowering Wellness and Oneness. I'm Mary Beth Rombach Nelson, a published author on Amazon Books, a Reiki master, gifted intuitive, and spiritual teacher. Today on the Healing Soul Podcast, I'll be talking about some of the universal laws. There's really over a hundred universal laws, and I go into them in my book, Intuitive Heart, that's on Amazon Books. And I list all of them there in this book. Today, I want to talk about a few of them due to time constraints. It would take over three hours for me to go through them all. So today is Universal Laws Part 1, and I'll go through some of them. And in a later date, I'll have uh, the additional Universal Laws. There are natural laws in science that function in the universe as the macrocosm, and the spiritual planes of existence operate with subtle laws of consciousness that when you know how to use them and act upon them, you can actually bring changes into the matter and into your very lives. You can change your life using universal laws and the concepts and growing and expanding spiritually and in your soul and in your life. And we're really familiar with the law of abundance from Esther Hicks and her books and the movie and the book, The Secret, uh, really talked about abundance and manifesting and, and made it go mainstream. So getting in that flow of the feelings, think visualizing, and creating a vibration of abundance, raising your thoughts to be positive and high energy. And the outcomes of your specific wants and the feelings and allowing it to come into your life, you really can create a vortex for manifesting and pulling to you into your very life what you want and need for your highest good. And we're always vibrating, even if we don't realize it, unconsciously we're vibrating. Everything vibrates. So become aware that self-awareness is so important of your consciousness and focus on what you really want and know it. And say these things to yourself daily. All good things are coming to me now. I am so blessed. I have so much and I'm grateful for even more. Feeling good gets you in that flow of vibrating and manifesting and it just makes you feel better and you're in a better mood and you smile more and people feel it too. So start pulling those things that you want into your life and think about the positives and don't think about the things you don't want but focus on what you do want and know you have free will to make your life the way you want it. It's all up to you. All things are possible for you. And here's one of my favorite quotes from Deepak Chopra. You must find the place inside yourself where nothing is impossible. Deepak Chopra. That's having the ultimate self-confidence of, of knowing that all things are possible for you. So ask yourself right now, how open are you? And what I mean by this is, when something new comes, do you resist it or do you jump in and try it right away? Or are you blocking a new way of thinking about something or your perspective? 
just allowing things to unfold and move through you and being open to new ideas and new things is really important if you want to start getting in that higher vibrational flow. So everyone listening right now has the ability to change their life for the better. And what you have or do not have is your responsibility. You can only make yourself happy. No one else can. It's your responsibility. You can have happiness. You can have good relationships, joy, freedom, meaningful work, and and a meaningful job. All this can be yours. It's all up to you to make the changes necessary and to get into that vibration and action of making things happen for yourself. So you need to make these things a part of your energy field. And how you do this is you visualize what you want, you feel joyful, and you have gratitude for everything. Knowing that you are able to attract what you need into your life. It is a choice you can make right now to energetically raise your vibration to a frequency, knowing that you are worthy of all these good things. Right now, you're whole and complete and worthy. And now I'm going to go over the first 22 universal laws. Like I said, it would take over three hours if I went through all of them, and I'll cover the rest at a later time. So first we have the law of abundance, sometimes referred to as the law of opulence or success. And it goes into creating visualization of abundance in our lives. We draw this energy of success into our reality. Success or abundance does not only apply to money. Usually people think about money and and wanting abundance. But it it can come in good relationships, increased spirituality, and so much more to abundance. Next, we have the law of action. No matter what we feel or know, no matter what our potential gifts or talents are, only action brings them into our life. We can hope, we can wish, but we need to take steps toward these things through action. And next, we have the law of the Akasha. The great cosmic law, which is the principle of the intelligence of substance. Uh, Everything is in the Akasha, the ethers. The law of analogy. Although this is a definite condition of the third dimension, no analogy is ever exact in detail, but it's broad and basic. There will be unchangeable points of resemblance Think likeness. And everybody has a different perspective when they're using analogies. And they think mentally of what they are thinking of. But think likeness in a broad sense. And number five, the law of ascension. This law defines the high vibrational frequency which the soul at incarnation is resonating. When a personality loses the illusion of separation from its God self or soul self, the vibration of that person raises to the point of ascension. No longer does this mean that the incarnation leaves the earth plane to live a finer existence. We are meant to bring our loving energy to everyday existence, becoming an example and role model for others to emulate. 
we can recognize this vibrational frequency in others and think of the charismatic person that you know and the kind person that always goes out of their way. They're raising their vibration and ascending to higher levels. Next, we have the law of attraction. This is the basic law of all manifestation, and this is the one that we've heard so much about. And it's fundamentally what we can draw to ourselves. And like I said, through visualization and holding a higher vibration, it, it holds and pulls matter to us, matching our vibration from the microcosmic us to the macrocosmic that we're pulling from. So it's the law of synthesis. Our energy attracts from the universe to us. The law of balance, of fair exchange. This is elaboration or continuation of the law of qualities. The law of balance is a universal law that supersedes all of man's law, creating stability for manifestation. Each thought must be balanced by whoever creates it. This is divine wisdom. Allow all view- viewpoints without feeling you must defend your own. We really need acceptance of everyone without getting upset. And on the other hand, allow no one to tell you what your journey must be and what your reality has to be. Follow your own heart. And don't give your power away to anyone. Your personal power belongs to you. But yet, love unconditionally. Have high self-esteem for yourself and hold others in esteem also. Now, law number eight, the law of challenge. We have the right to ask another person of their intent, identity, and what information we feel we require when encountering a disembodied being. Think channeling when people channel spirits and our spirit guides. We can ask the entity questions and ask three times if you want guidance about your life, it will be given. And always ask for your highest good and the highest good of everyone. And anyone listening can do this. You can ask your guides, your crossed over loved ones to give you messages. And if you focus three times on a question and ask it three times, either in your mind or out loud, or you can write it down three times, it holds a special energy to be answered. Now we have number nine, the law of chemical affinity. Think of the periodic table. This law governs the sole aspect of the mineral kingdom. It concerns the marriage of atoms and the elements. It serves to perpetuate the life of the mineral kingdom and preserve its integrity. The law of chemical affinity. And number 10, the law of cohesion. One of the seven laws of the solar system under the three major laws. On the second plane, cohesion is first apparent. It is the first molecular plane of the system and is home of the moad or the atom. Divine 
coherency is demonstrated here. Next, we have the law of color. Think of the colors of your chakras and the vibrations and the healing that can happen through the colors of your chakra. All colors are centers of attraction and are complementary or antipathic to each other. Color is healing and it impacts us physically, emotionally, and mentally. And the human body, think of our aura as made of colors too. If our mood changes, our auric color actually changes. So it's felt spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And our auric field is a tone and symbol in, in the vibration or light can be felt by others when we enter a room. If somebody's upset, you can feel it instantly. It's those intense rays coming off of our, our energy field and our auric field. Uh, number 12, the law of the common ground. This is viewed as problem-solving approach, and it's where two or more can gather to blend their differences. This is what we need now more than ever, the law of the common ground. It demands that the area be cleansed of previous energy left by others and really clearing the playing field through loving energy and sending love at a specific time for common ground. And just respecting and, again, having acceptance for everyone. Next, we have the law of consciousness. As consciousness expands, the space for events increase and force the dimensions in which man recognizes good and evil, opportunity and possibilities. It's where past, present, and future enlarge to reveal the outstanding needs in the present world cycle, being aware of what's needed in the present moment now. Next, we have the law of continuity of consciousness. The universe is a continuous and endless process of creation. Cosmic consciousness is a reality, and everything in creation is connected. We are all connected to everything. The order of this relationship is consciousness, the fusion of individual consciousness and the universal consciousness. So this is how we tap into that back and forth from the microcosm to the macrocosm to manifest. This is where universal knowledge is. Omniscience, all science, all knowledge. We can tap into the all-knowing and get infused knowledge. That knowledge that's just thumped into us. The soul that has been acknowledged, awakened, and liberated with the whole enlightenment can achieve enlightenment and be aware of your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. And it enables you to be connected to that knowingness. Next, we have 15, the law of cycles. The world of nature exists within a larger pattern of cycles, such as day and night, the passing of the seasons. Just think the seasons do not push one another out of the way. Everything has its time. The clouds don't race across the sky. All things happen in good time. Everything has a time to rise and a time to fall. Whatever rises falls, and whatever falls shall rise again. That's the principle of cycles. 
And just like when when we fail, we need to get back up again and we can have success no matter how many times we fall. The law of cyclic return, otherwise known as the wheel of carnation, we've all lived many, many lives. Once a soul qualifies for incarnation in the third dimension, there's an understanding that it must be completed. Reincarnation is that process by which the consciousness of the atom manifests in another body or the soul through a human birthing process. This accounts for the fact that the very young can be genius, where you have a three-year-old that's a penis. They remember from a past life. And we we're come back and reincarnate to clear our karma and to learn life lessons and to grow our soul and to, to have our soul be finished with our soul growth. Next, we have the law of right decree. Think of the highest good for all, including yourself, or the divine invocation. This particular law exists for those working in service. Self-serving beings will find the law ineffective. Like I said, it's the law for the highest good of all. This law allows the ascended realms to move from the confines of the law of non-intervention to act on our behalf. Under the law of grace, we can ask our angels, our archangels, our spirit guides, and the ascended masters to help for the highest good of all. So calling them in to help every day with what you are doing and what you're doing to help others under the law of grace. You can say, I ask for and fill in the blank. It is done and I thank you. You can say that three times and know that divine guidance and help will be there for you. Next, we have law number 18, the law of discipline. By practicing discipline, one expands the entity to a greater degree than any other action. Discipline is the surest means to greater freedom and independence. It provides the focus to achieve the skill level and depth of knowledge that translates into more options in your life. Commit to discipline over a specific time And discipline and commitment will provide the bridge between here and your goals. Think one day at a time, what can I do today to get closer to my goals and have self-discipline? And before you know it, you'll be reaching your goals. Next, we have law number 19, the law of disintegration, one of the seven laws of the solar system under the three major laws. Number 20 is the law of divine flow. By living in the moment, centering ourselves in love and being in service to others, as opposed to service of self, we live in the divine flow. Again, think for the highest good of all. We stay in the moment, creating in the moment and flowing with our higher self, creating actions which reflect love and being allowing When we're able to do this, we note that we're able to connect with our divine self. The more we do this, the more we're able to connect and to manifest. 
the law of divine love and oneness, knowing that we are all connected, we are all part of the whole. This law concerns the ability to complete a round of carnation and develop such soul growth in this reincarnation that our vibrational speed and energy speeds up and we merge with God in the end of our reincarnation and we become our soul extension, our soul self by our many choices and the ability to live in the light and flow with our soul self and we won't need to reincarnate again and we can even aid mankind once we've reached this level. Number 22, the law of economy, the Brahma. The aspect is characterized by the method of wide distribution of matter, the scattering of atoms of matter and their dissociation from one another, vibratory rhythm. And think of letting your resistance drop into the earth and just releasing it, getting in the flow The law of economy causes matter always to follow the line of least resistance. Like I said, let all your resistance release into the earth and go with the flow. It governs matter in the opposite pole of spirit. Initiates must master this law before they can achieve enlightenment. So not resisting, expanding and expanding and expanding. And if you feel resistant, just letting it drop from your body and go into the earth and releasing it and realigning yourself. And now I want to share a chant that is ancient, over 2,000 years old. And this chant has been used for manifesting good things into your life. And it's very powerful Namio Renge Keyo, which means devoting oneself to mystic law, manifesting with the universal force through sound vibration of Buddha wisdom. Literally chanting this daily and hearing this, people have reported that their lives improve and their dreams start to come true. And yes, you listening right now can tap into this universal force. So go on YouTube and look up the chants and try it for a month and see what changes happen in your life. And when I listen to the chanting, I really fear, feel it in my heart. Now here's an affirmation I wrote to raise your vibration today. I'm going to read it to you now. I am attracting more than I could ever imagine. I am blessed. I am happy. I am loved. I am open. I am grateful. (sighs) I feel better just saying those words. Simple, positive affirmations you say to yourself daily will boost your mood and raise your vibration, and any of us can use that. Now let's meditate for a minute. If you can, sit in a chair or go outside and sit in the grass if you can, if it's a nice day. I want you to take three deep breaths and exhale loudly. (sighs) Now two more. 
Now I want you to visualize a happy time when you were sitting on the beach. The sun is shining on your face. You feel the warmth of the sun on your skin. It feels so good. You're relaxed. You see yourself fusing with divine wisdom and being infused with knowledge and rising above your body and spiritually tapping in to all possibilities for your life. You see positive changes. You feel the joy that comes from those changes. You see yourself in acting them to bring about the change. And you know that all things are possible for you starting right now. And this is what I want you to say. I am so grateful for all that is in my life. I'll say it again. I am so grateful for all that is in my life. I allow unpleasant feelings to drop into the earth and they are released. I allow unpleasant feelings to drop into the earth and they are released from you now. Your spirit is soaring with the sun, being fused with divine source. You feel exuberant and you feel your empowered soul and you feel your oneness with everything in nature. Now I want you to think of your biggest dream you've ever wanted. Now think of pulling that dream into your life. Think it now. Ah, how happy would you be? Yes, this is possible for you. Know it, feel it, see it, be it. Now slowly feel your body, your toes, wiggle them, your calves, your thighs, your hips, your torso. You feel your arms, move your shoulders. Put your neck side to side, rotate your head. You can raise your vibration as quick as a thought, anytime you desire. Always remember that. Now open your eyes. Everyone listening can think of a favorite song that makes you happy. Play it daily and feel your vibration raise. And there's so many other things that you can do to boost your vibe. And I always pick an intuitive heart oracle card. And today's card is Raise Your Vibration Now. Listen to music that you love. Dance around the room and let yourself feel the joy. Meditate and go deep inward and feel your chakras align with your higher self, your soul self. Divine wisdom is coming to you now. Raise your vibration now. All content in this podcast may not be reproduced and is under copyright. I want to thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could leave me a five-star review, I would really appreciate it. I can reach more listeners.
I'll talk to you soon. And on the next Healing Soul podcast, I'll be talking about soulmates and soul group. God loves you and so do I. The Healing Soul, Empowering Wellness and Oneness.